ready? Ready. All right. Welcome back to Talk in Texas Forever, a Friday Night Lights podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Liz. And we're discussing season two, episode 14, Leave No One Behind. Original air date, February 1st, 2008, written by Aaron Ross and Thomas, directed by Dean White. Summary for this episode. Matt reaches a tough point in his life where nothing seems to really matter Mm. to him anymore. Meanwhile, Tammy's relationship continues to grow with Tyra and Julie becomes very jealous. Landry may have a new potential love interest that could shake up his relationship with Tyra. Elsewhere, the smash begins his three-game suspension and turns to Coach Taylor for advice. Ugh. The smash. You know, as I was watching this episode and I was watching next week's episode, I think the smash... Is your favorite character? It's he's becoming, but mm-hmm. also him and Corinna make me cry the most. Oh my god, yeah. Guys, Charles does a wonderful he, job. He really is a great crier. I know. He's a really he's just really good at being serious and emotional and he, he wears his heart on his sleeve. You can see every emotion. Great. Great performance. I know. The four words I gave you for this episode, test, adversity, competition and Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> in the car i was like oh wednesday clever clever michelle i chuckled at that all right so let's get into it let's start with test julie is getting ready for her driver's license mm-hmm. test uh but the other thing that's being tested is her patience and she's feeling envious of tammy and her coaching volleyball yeah tammy's connecting with the other girls on the team especially tyra tyra the most i think that's the problem it's yeah. the tyra stuff yeah and so tammy takes julie to driving practice before her test and she asks if she's jealous about the whole volleyball thing and her relationship with the girls because eric talks to tammy about this what did you think did you I like him it. doing this i liked it yeah. he noticed it he yes. clocked it said hmm Okay, Julie's not liking this. I probably should say something. And so as a spouse and as a father, I I felt that was a good good move. Yeah. She was like, what do you mean? Come on. She doesn't like volleyball. No. And so she's like, you don't want to play it, right? Like, she just the way she phrased it, I don't think made Julie feel any better. No. Right. No. So after Tammy and the girls win the game, which was awesome, she has all the girls over and they're having fun. They're having music playing and this ice cream. So bad. And she forgets Julie's test. So bad. Isn't this awful? Yeah. I mean, like, been there. Obviously not like this. Like, my kid has a driving test. But I definitely have, like, thought about things like all day, all day, all day. And then something else comes up and you're like, yeah, okay, I'm free after that. And then you think, like, after you're like, oh, my God. I totally spaced and didn't even think about that one thing I've been thinking about doing this whole entire time. Yeah. I felt bad. I felt really, really bad. Vic wants to know, do you think Julie has a right to be jealous or is she just being a brat? No, I think I think she, I don't know if I should, has a right, but I think it's valid that she's jealous. Yeah. it. She's been needing her parents' attention for way, it's like way overdue. So it makes sense that she would be upset that Tyra's getting the attention from her mother and because it was at first it was Gracie Bell and then it was the job and then it's the the daycare and now it's, okay, you're putting your efforts into Tyra. But like, hello, I live here. I'm your daughter. I need you. Especially when you're going for your driver's license. Like it's a really big step in one's life. Also, the fact that Tyra's been coming over for dinners, which I love. Same. But- She's coming for Tammy. Right, they're kind of focused on volleyball and and talking about this and that. And 
Julie's like, oh, God, like, I'm so bored of this. I just want either my friend hang out with me or my mother to, listen, you know, have a a conversation that's not about volleyball with me. Right. Because it's either football or it's volleyball. Right. Now she's like, God, another sport? Or Gracie Bell. Or Gracie Bell. So where's the time for Julie? And so I get it. Do I like it? Hell no. Do I think she's being a brat? No. I just think she's just as... Eric said she's a very sensitive girl. She's sensitive to being she was the only child and now she's not. And now she's got all other factors that are like blocking just her time with her parents. Right. Sad. I agree. So Tammy obviously feels awful about this. (sighs) They rush to the DMV and it's closing. But Tammy somehow convinces the guy to let her take her test. And she does pass. Vic asks, have you ever talked your way into something or had someone change their mind about something like Tammy convincing the DMV guy? Yeah, I don't think I've ever that like charming doing any of it. I mean, I I firmly believe that like you have to be kind and like you have to kill someone with kindness because if you are, you know, pointing the finger or being entitled saying that you deserve something like that's not going to get you anywhere if you're nice and you're like well do you think that you could do this for me i would really appreciate it then for me i'd be like yes i would like to do that for you because you ask nicely and you seem like a good person yes but i can't think of an example that i have done that but i'm always trying to be as gracious and and as um like appreciative as possible. So maybe it has gotten me somewhere. I just don't really remember. (laughs) Yeah, I guess I'll have to agree to that because I don't remember anything specifically, but I always try to remember we're all humans. Right. And we all make mistakes. And so calling someone some name because, you know, they made a mistake is we're all human. Yeah, Mm -hmm. right. Exactly. So like I said, Julie does pass her test. They go to Friday's game. I had to note this, that she backs into the parking spot. Beautifully. Which is so bold. Like, I don't even back I know. I was thinking about you. I was like, (laughs) Michelle's probably like, wow, Julie did so well. Not my thing. I will do anything. (laughs) She won't parallel park. She won't back into a spot. The girl knows me. (laughs) You know me so well. I mean, do you back into spots? Rarely. Rarely. Um, Depends. Like, if... Yeah, I can't even in like my apartment complex. I I rarely, I rarely back into spots anywhere. Yeah, I would like to because it's more convenient when you have to pull away. But pull throughs are the best. Pull throughs are the best. My boss, my ex boss, hated pull throughs. Why? Because she felt that you could like when you open the door, it's the opposite way. So like if you'll pull like it's on the mm-hmm. it doesn't line up with how it should be like all cars should be going the same way. Oh. And so we always used to joke. I'm like, I always pull through. And she's like, well, I'm going to litter because littering is like a huge trigger, which she's not. She would never do that. But that's a huge trigger for me mm-hmm. is littering. But a big trigger for her was the pull through that's of a car. That's funny. Yeah. No, I love a good pull through. Me too. When you do it and you're like, you're yes. Like, yes. And you just make sure, obviously, that nobody else is coming. Yes. Because I think my that happened to my mom one time. Or my, my mom did a pull through, but she didn't clear it. And she like <gasps> side swiped. This was like a long time ago. Like, I think when she was like in high school or in college, you know. And I always remember that. I'm like, I have to be very careful if I pull through because my mom's watching. <laughs> my mom's watching. Okay, adversity. This has to do with Smash. Naturally. So... The team, the Panthers, they're very frustrated with the fact that Smash is suspended for three games. 
Coach reassures them that the adversity will become an asset. We got this. And Matt ends up walking out of practice. Landry is also out. Yeah, with a broken ankle. Is this real? Uh-huh. Nice. They, I had a feeling. He did really well. Yeah. Uh, unclear eyes, full hearts. They were talking about this and how Jesse Plemons, and I guess, hurt himself during like a game of, I believe it, This I listened to this episode a while ago, so correct me if I'm wrong, those who are listening, but he hurt himself in like a touch football game. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I mean, unfortunate. I was like, wow, if he like actually hurt himself, that would have been pretty ironic and he did yeah and throughout all of this smash is handling it pretty well like he took the news he's upset he even wants to practice with the team mm-hmm. and the coach is like don't do that we need to do this without you and he's like all right i'll go to the weight room so we see that he has he's patient and he's like i understand what i did and i will i will give you all space you can so, do yeah, this he's like walking on eggshells he's probably just like waiting and hoping then praying that nothing else is gonna like be re- a repercussion of it yeah, but mm-hmm. unfortunately, TMU ends up revoking his scholarship. This killed me. And the board says it's questionable character, and this is where I sobbed. This killed me. Oh killed, killed, killed me. It's so frustrating. He walks in to coach. Yep. And he's like, uh, like, what do I, like, well, literally, what do I do? And then his mom, like, it was, mm-hmm. I could cry thinking about it right now. I know. It was really hard. And also when he's in his room, because he goes home and he takes down all his TMU stuff. Because he's like, that's it. And Corinne is like, I love you. I believe in you. And so again, that moment, Mm -hmm. tears. Because she she cried. Because as a mother, she feels every inch of his pain. Yeah. And she says, I like she doesn't even she can't even express it to him just like just know that like I love you. Like I love you. Oh, so much. So 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 sad for him yeah because fucking bullshit right right a fight really because you punch someone like kids i know we've talked about this like kids fight all the time in high school (laughs) where we came from kids fought all the time in high school but this was not in school it was outside of school and it's a racial issue and it was a racial issue so it's so frustrating yeah it really is frustrating so before friday's game smashed up spy to win his team to to wish his team good luck and the team's like we want smash to play just let him play and coach is like you know we can't do that the board won't allow it right even if he does they probably like immediately get disqualified right and at this point we can't do that because we have three games left right so we see them get a pep talk clear eyes full hearts Mm -hmm. they all walk out they slap the p it's great but then that leaves smash alone in the locker room crying sobbing sobbing Sobbing. yeah oh my gosh this was so emotional i felt so bad for him this is all he ever wanted he's been working towards i mean i'm he'll have something someone will look at him and say you'll you can play for us well because he's he can't he can't go he can't walk out like that right so mike wants to know what's in store for his future will the board reverse their decision and what about tmu well he's a senior so he doesn't well i know that he doesn't matter does do we do we know what time of year this is well we have three games left until we go into right um but we only have one episode Mm -hmm. so we'll see how that goes Things get wrapped up. So what do you think is going to happen with Smash? Mm. Do you think he goes somewhere else or does he go to TMU? Oh, I don't think he'll go to TMU. Maybe he'll go to a different college. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, because he lost a scholarship too. It's not like he just lost his acceptance. Like he lost his scholarship. He lost his chance to be on like on their football team and then go pro. I mean, he can go to another school and go pro. Yeah. I don't know what other schools or if there's other like made up schools <laughs> in the area that are good. <laughs> uh, maybe he'll go somewhere completely different. It's just going to be hard because if he's our only senior on the team, how do we keep watching him? Mm-hmm. We'll have to go and follow him somewhere unless he stays home and goes to a college that is in near Dillon. Right. So my prediction is he will be going to a school that's near Dillon. <laughs> Maybe TMU will take him back. Maybe he will go. It. They'll have to have some sort of like board meeting because there's he. It's just the matter is race is race. So there has to be some sort of resolution with that, even though I don't know if there will be. And I think maybe I'll I'll just start out there. Maybe TMU does take him back and he goes and that's it. And we watch his journey there. We kind of like keep up with him. Um, But like I said, I think we're going to like wrap up stuff and then we're not even going to see them go. I think they're not even going to get to state. Okay. So we won't even have to. Obviously, there's only one episode and then we go into season three. So, right. All right, let's move on. So much, so much to happen. To some friendly <laughs> but not so friendly competition. We have Jean, and she approaches Tyra, and she flat out says, "I like Landry. Are you a friend or are you competition?" Good for you, Jean. Good for you, Jean. And Tyra's like, "Oh no, you good. We're just friends." And I'm like, Jean, you're bold. You're beautiful. I like it. Yeah, because. What high school girl would you know would walk up to you and be like, are you with them? Because I'm ready. Anna. Anna, Anna from would. the OC. Anna would. Rachel Gatina as well. Yeah. Oh, well, Rachel's <laughs> like, that's a totally different. Different playing field. But she would. But she would. She's like, are you together? If not, okay, cool. I'm going to go try and my yeah. wit at this. <laughs> and she did. Like, Landry likes her. Yeah. Well, Tyra, like we said, she's hanging out at the Taylors for dinners, and she ends up asking Tammy some advice. Did you ever have? I love this. Like a nerdy guy like you, or like them? Did you ever like someone like that? And she says, "Do you think it's weird if I like Landry?" And Tammy goes, "Landry Lance Clark." I loved that so much. I love that so much. And she's like, "Wait, are we talking about the same person, Landry Lance?" Lance, so great, Lance. I loved it. But Tammy at first advises and says it can feel good to have someone like you, but don't prolong it because it's not fair. Right. She said she she had an example herself. I had a guy in high school that liked me a lot. I didn't like him that much back, but I did let it go on a little bit too long. And in the end, I think I probably hurt his feelings. Yeah. Kate wants to know what's our take on this? How long do you think this will last? I mean, I hope they go the full shebang, but my my reality is they probably won't. But what will be the breakup situation? Tyra is Julie's age as well. We don't. I know I shouldn't harp on that, but no, I think I think her and Tim they're both juniors now, right? Should be should be juniors. Yeah. Okay. Like, do you think 
Because I'm just thinking, like, if she goes away to school, he goes away to school. Like, what what are the things that break up high school kids? Going away to college. Right. But do you think that she actually likes Landry or do you think this is a jealousy thing? Hmm. Because um, Stav also wanted to know this in the same vein. Like, do you think she actually has feelings? Right. Or is it, like, situational? And she did bring that up to him. Like, you know that that time in my in our both of our lives like we're the only two people in the whole world that i could understand what each other was going through and it was really intense and like i didn't know how to navigate my feelings but now i know that i like you i in high school there were a lot of my guy friends that liked me mm-hmm. and i let it go on too long mm-hmm and I liked the attention. I will admit it. Right. And Tammy says that too. She's like, there's, you know, everyone likes the attention. It feels good. Does it mean it it's feels right? good? No, but also it's like, I'm not saying that you be a tease no, about it. Not you're a not a tease. You're right. No. You're not giving them the impression that you are into them. Right. Yes. But Tyra very, very openly did and slept with him and you know he said like i love you like where i i'm into this and she's like okay like i really care about you yeah so like she already was giving him the okay that like i have feelings and then when she took it she didn't take it back but she well she said awful things she can't. but he knew it was for the reasoning of his yeah. father and that whole situation so like she it's i wouldn't say it's not like it's a tease but she already gave him like the okay that she did have feelings. Now it's just kind of like she needed to bring it out of herself again and he wasn't going to wait around for her to figure it out. <laughs> but he did. <laughs> well, and in a way. Until Jean came until around. Until Jean came around. He's like, Jean is great. Jean is fun and smart and she likes me and I like her. And like, unfortunately, she's not Tyra. This is kind of how my first high school relationship started. Mm. It was without some details different but yeah this is actually how it how it happened i needed some friendly competition to kick my ass to kind of be like oh wait i actually have feelings for this person yeah because we know that she did she wouldn't have slept with him she wouldn't have kissed him she would have hung out at his house all the time if she didn't have feelings for him because she can get she gets attention from everyone right she doesn't get attention from the right people. And so Landry was the right person to give her the attention. She's like, oh, shit, I don't want to lose that. And then in order to kind of keep him at a distance, obviously, we know she had to break his heart for other factors. But now she is jealous. And she's like, wait, no, but that was that was my Landry. And those are my feelings. And that he likes me like that. And so, yes, the competition, I think, obviously kicked it up. And I think she generally does like him. I do too. They have a they have a they real have a special genuine bond. They do connection. Tyra ends up going to her mom for advice just to see how Angela would deal with it. And Angela says that she just likes to win, mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter who the guy is. So right. taking that into and, effect, and Tyra's like, I don't want to be like that, right? And so Tyra takes her mom's like advice. listens to her mom, and then takes Tammy's and ends up going to the movie theater where Landry's on a date with Jean, grabs him brings him to the side and tells him how he how she feels and he goes i'm on a date right now claps claps thank you landry what did you think about gene kissing him i was like good yeah she's like no i'm marking my territory exactly okay i see what's happening here you obviously lied to yourself and to me 
And I want to just make sure that I'm getting in there before you do. And she did. And she kissed him. And they they did have a sweet little something for like a few days. <laughs> I know. It was only a few days. A few days. I mean, listen, we know what's going to happen, right? Which in, in retrospect is so much better for Jean. It no, did, no, no. That it didn't go on for that long. Absolutely. What did you think the way he did it? Because we know Landry breaks up with her. He calls her. I thought he was only going to talk to her on the phone and like not even tell her that she was he was outside. Well, yeah. So he to set the scene, he calls her. She's inside at a restaurant. He compliments her shirt. She ends up coming outside. And then that's how he breaks it to her. Right. He she can tell on his face something is not the same. Yeah. And before he can even really say like, I have feelings for someone else. She's just like she knew. And he had to say like, you know, I'm sorry that this is how it's brave. It sucks. You don't ever want to have to break up with someone. But I'm glad that he did it in person and didn't just do it over the phone. Because I was worried that he was literally just going to call her and see like her reaction through the window. And I was like, no, Landry, don't do that. That would be awful. Not good. So he broke up with her in person. He did the right thing. It sucks for her. She's going to realize in the, you know, years down the line, like, okay, he didn't do anything really wrong. He probably did the best thing. He did the best thing he possibly could have, which because yeah. that's Landry. Right. And so Landry, before the game, drives over to Tyra's house and just gives her the biggest kiss. Aww. And then says, I got to go because I got to go play the game. Or I got to yeah. show up and sit on the bench because he's not playing. Yeah, it was very, very sweet. Yeah. I was like, wow, I was not expecting him to actually go there. I thought he we were going to drag this out a little bit longer. We can't. We only have one episode left. I know, but I thought we were, I guess we're not bringing this into next season. So Mike wants to know, do you, is Tandry endgame? I would love for Tandry to be endgame, like I said before. I don't necessarily think that they are. And I think, I don't know what it is that's going to break them up. Maybe they're going to realize that... Like something is going to fade and they're going to realize like, okay, it was kind of just like that thing that brought us together, but really there's nothing left to like hold on to. Or she's going to say like, I need to get out of this town. I'm bigger and better than Dylan and I need to go and you're still here in high school. So what are we going to do about that? And uh, I just don't think that they're end game while I would absolutely die ride or die with that but Whoa, i don't think that they are die. yeah like I, they're my two favorite characters on the show so them being together is like amazing but there's something not right about it this time around where it was right kind of like pair it was right the first time the second time i don't know yeah, i don't but it's, it's healthier this time it's absolutely healthier but I, there's something that i just like i have like when's the other shoe gonna drop yeah sad though we'll see mm. And last but not least, let's get into the meat of this episode. Mad boy. Yeah. So Matt is struggling with him and just grandma. You could say that. Grandma thinks Carlotta's coming back and he's cooking for his grandma. He's like, behave, be good, enjoy this the day. still is so confusing to me. She needed 24-hour care, but now she has no care at all. Well, they don't have, they didn't find a replacement I know. Yet. So it's like, how do you just... I would be terrified. You leave the house. I mean, obviously, things happen to her. Like, yes. You leave the house and you just wish and hope and pray that she doesn't burn the house down or fall or whatever. That's all you can say. Be good. Be good. Okay. Please don't do anything. Yeah. So on his way to school, his car breaks down. So <laughs> we're ready. We're in a bad mood. The, the mood continues to be it bad. Continues. He gets to art class and he's this, being i was flowed yeah he's being super short with his teacher she's asking him to critique the artwork critique everyone else's uh pieces that they did and he's very 
just brash with her and calls her a he bitch. He calls her a bitch. Mm-hmm. No, Maddie boy, you never say that. He n- would never ever in a million years say that. And I was so shocked to hear it come out of his mouth. I was like, oh, no, not Matt. Yeah. Anyone else but Matt. Very disrespectful. Oh, so bad. So he skips school and he skips multiple times practice. He, we see him <laughs> contemplating buying a motorcycle. I always skip on Wednesday. What? I always skip on a Wednesday. Yes. So. <laughs> Just remember again. Yep. He, <sighs> we see him like looking at buying a motorcycle and Riggins finds him shopping. Because he skips on Wednesday. Mike wants to know, do you find it odd that Matt was looking at motorcycles? Don't you need a separate license to drive them in Texas? I, I'm assuming you need a separate everywhere. I don't know what the rules are. For yeah, that. I have no idea. Can't speak on that. Even so, I think it's weird that he would go and buy a motorcycle as opposed to a car. Well, because when you have another adult that you need to travel around. Yeah, but he's spiraling. A spiral. So anyway, Riggins picks him up, tells him that he always skips Wednesdays because that's what he does. I love that. They go for a beer and he gets him real drunk and they talk about being dumped. He says, he, Matt says he's not over being dumped. Right. Well, that's the first trigger. The second trigger is I need help at home. I don't have it. It's all relying. Everyone's lying on me. But right. well, he doesn't say that to right. No, but like he's kind of like focusing in on the whole Carlotta stuff because he really is. He's heartbroken about it. Yeah. The other one who's heartbroken is Tim. We we find out he keeps going to this bar every day because this is where Chris and Lila come to lunch He's every day. really obnoxious. I don't like it. It's really annoying. He ends up going up to them and he just Rude. makes a scene and he's like, oh, do you guys want some beer? We have some. It's just, it's stalker sad. He needs a lot of help. It's stalker sad. As Matt called him. It is stalker sad. Yeah. Mike wants to know, will we get more Riggins and Matt hangouts? What do we call them? Mim? Tat? What's their ship name? Um, Mim is a funny, Mim is a really funny word to say. Mim. Mim. But tat is better, I think. Yeah. I don't like either of them. Rarison. I was going to say, can we mesh the... Siggins? Siggins? Rarison? We got to work on that. Yeah, we'll put a vote to it. Yeah. I, I hope there's more of it. It's cute. But Tim is not a good influence on Matt. And uh, Matt should be a better influence on Tim because Tim needs so much help. Yeah, <laughs> so, well, so much. yeah, well, Matt's doing his best as being a friend right now. Yeah. He drags Matt to practice. Matt is clearly drunk. This is really bad. And Coach notices something's off, but glides over it because yeah, McGill says, like, "Did you smell? Did you? you smell his breath?" And Coach looks the other way because he's like, "Yes, I did." But let's not say anything because. You know, I don't. I can't afford to lose him now, too. So Kate wants to know, why do you think that coach did not call Matt out for being drunk at practice? For that reason. He already is down three three players. Well, he was down two, Smash and Landry. Now he would be down his QB. He's not going to do it. Selfishly, he's not going to do it. Like, I smelled it. I know he's going through something right now. I'm just going to ignore it until I need to touch upon it which he eventually did right so at lunch matt is extremely hungover landry's going on and on about whatever he has to talk about smash ends up sitting with him yeah which i thought was sweet was sweet i was like he he needs a buddy and the buddy is hungover and then he leaves and poor smash is like with landry and i'm like landry's trying to make conversation with him he's like bye (laughs) yeah he's trying to get movie advice like would you watch jaws but also Matt was extremely rude to Smash. He was rude to Smash. 
So, God, Tim ends up bringing Matt to the landing strip and gets Mindy to hook him up with one of the dancers, Chastity. And then he ends up getting a call from the hospital because grandma fell and hit her head. So Chastity ends up driving Matt to the hospital. He had to sober up real quick. Well, I mean, something like that would sober it does. up really I mean, There quick. have definitely been times. I remember in college, I was with like a bunch of people. I went to visit someone in Albany and like one of the like people in the bar like got into a fight that we were with and like they had to go to the hospital but like we ended up going i remember like everyone was like sober yeah you were like you you got sober yeah because trauma happens and you need to like be a person again yeah so matt ends up getting to the hospital but he's passed out on the waiting area and so the staff calls coach (laughs) they had no one else to call grandma's so excited to see coach so happy so happy thank you so much she thanks him uh and coach obviously sees what's happening grabs matt and is like what is your problem what's going on here they get home and i love it because grandma says i'm so glad you're here because i think matt really needs you yes and also can i make you a sandwich please let me make you a sandwich (laughs) please please and he's like get into bed okay yeah gets a glass of water (laughs) really cute then coach this was so aggressive well he manhandles matt he really he threw him in the tub yes throw threw, i was like um he could have cracked his head open yeah this was very violent throws him in the tub puts on the water and says you got to get your shit together you have a team you have a grandma you have school and then matt turns into peyton let's sawyer it let's it rip his pea sawyer came out i know but it's true carlotta left him julie left him matt uh his father left him Mm-hmm. and coach is like oh people always leave me people always leave me what's wrong with me what's wrong with me that kills me what's wrong with me and coach is like nothing there's nothing wrong with you not at all and i'm a dick because i didn't realize what was really happening well how could you but also it's his qb1 and he spends a lot of time with him yeah so yeah i don't know how anyone could expect him to be functioning because other people in the town know that carlotta is not here anymore do they though i don't know but they know that this family needs help yeah but i don't i don't think it's that noticeable because it's not like they're making a scene about it no well not yet yeah this is the first real scene right that they've had to deal with this is the cry for help and julie did help too you julie has mentioned the past like Matt needs a lot, you know, Matt's the only one, one only caretaker and it's nice. I am, I'm there to help him with grandma, but like if, if she's not there anymore, like there's no one to help him. Right. But I don't think people know Carlotta left. Right. How would people know that? Matt hasn't spoken up mm-hmm. until now because his heart is broken. Yes. And smashes off the team and his dad left him for war. Yeah. A lot, a lot, a lot. Yeah. Uh, Stav says, earlier in the season, you talked about Matt doesn't have a right to be mad at Eric for leaving. Does this episode change your mind? Because he also says that you left me for a better team. Um, A right. A right and a right. I know the rights, <laughs> the right? The rights really is not the term I would use. Um, I think it's valid that he is upset about that. They all took a hit when Coach left. Every single person, including Coach, took a hit when Coach left. His whole family and therefore his kids, all of them. So I think he has a right, yes, to be upset. 
and he still has, has still holding on to that, those feelings because he even mentions it when he's exploding about all the things that suck in his life. So being coach leaving was a big one. So yeah, I mean, it definitely made an impression. Yeah, I mean, I think what coach was dealing with was grown up stuff. Yes. So Matt not understanding that. Like Matt has Right, he didn't understand it because he's a kid. Yeah, I mean he's got his own shit and we're not taking that away from him. Right. But Right, but he needed to also understand why coach made the choice that he did. Right. And now he's back. So it's <laughs> like how much hate can you really give him for that? Hey, people come back. People come back, right? People like back. I came back. Right. People do care. Vic says, "Do you feel uh, do you feel bad for Mac? I, Matt, I feel like he's been holding all of his anger in because he's a nice guy and Carlardo leaving was the last straw. Yeah, I'm always, I always feel bad for Matt. I mean, yeah. he's literally, since day one, we've, has the most on his plate. Yeah. So, yes, I, I will continually feel bad for him. He really needs a ton of help. I don't know where he's going to get it. I don't know. He works, he works, but then he's also on the football team. He also goes to school and there's a lot hanging on his head all the time. He needs help. Hi, I'm Tish. And I'm Christina. And welcome to the TV Deep Dive Podcast. Each week, we do a deep dive on some of your favorite TV shows, including Degrassi, The O.C., One Tree Hill, and Friends. New episodes drop on Thursdays. Follow us on all socials at the TV Deep Dive and email us at the TV Deep Dive at gmail.com. We'll hope you'll check us out soon. Will asks, whose spiral after their main love interest was more interesting? Nate season two or Matt season two? I mean, Jesus, he is looking at bikes like season four Nate. I think FNL just ripped all the post-trauma Nathan moves and smashed them into one episode. (laughs) I think Nathan was more entertaining. Entertaining, yes. Because this is just like oh you're so sad for him and i was really frustrated with nate right and then with the whole back and forth when Haley does spoiler alert come back (laughs) right there was a lot of like not healing not accepting and then eventually accepting the apologies and yeah i think matt um no i if these people were to come back he would he would open his arms to them right you know if his dad were to come back in his life he would if julie it would take a while but if julie wanted to come back he would allow it just like coach he's allowing him to be in his life again um yeah yeah, carlotta he obviously would allow it but she's not remember when nate got grew his hair long yes that was it when he got season five season five opener we were dying (sighs) (laughs) lisa says i don't love this season but this week i actually liked pieces i love coach tammy Mm. 
I loved Coach Tammy. Yes. My heart broke for Matt, even if he was being a piece of shit for most of the episode. And Smash, I know you both love Tim Riggins, and while I'll admit to a minor swoon when he was taking care of Julie, I just don't get it. Not for me, I guess. <laughs> That's okay. We all have our um, tastes. Yes. And <laughs> Personal taste. K-Girl C on Instagram with just one episode left. What has been your favorite episode so far in season two? <sighs> Season two feels like a blur, but uh, well, I have to say this episode, I was very invested. Mm -hmm. I, uh, at the end of it said, oh shit, I didn't count my t-shirts because I was invested very mm -hmm. much. Um, it's really hard for me to go back and remember like what I think a few weeks, a few weeks back, I like laughed a lot and I don't even remember like what it was at. <laughs> I think for me, I love the episode guys. where Tim moves in with the Taylors. Taylors. I loved that. And takes care of Julie. I did. Re I really enjoyed that too. I Look, really loved that. This, this episode, this, this episode, this season does feel like a blur. I mean, we opened with the Swede. That feels like forever ago. Forever ago. And then the murder. And then the Tandry stuff back and forth. And Julie and Matt breaking up. And Coach finally coming back. Once it's definitely better now that Coach is back, obviously. Like, I don't, I can't recall any of like the really early se episodes in the season that were like home runs. But maybe I'm wrong. Let's go back and play the tracks because I don't remember what I said. No. There's no need. <laughs> the for latter that. part of the season is way better. Uh, but still a weird one. Still a weird one. But Michelle says next week is pretty good, guys. So I'm looking forward. Yeah. Music in this episode, the Avid Brothers, John Doe and Smokey Hormel, Gob Iron, Stolvan, and John Doe. Let's go into favorite quote. What do you have? I have. Um, I have he tripped over a curb. <laughs> I just have Shalom. Mm. Matt, we were talking about this off mic. Matt saying Shalom in the bar was everything. Everything. The fact that he knows Shalom is in a small Texan town is unlikely. <laughs> right. All these churchgoers. Where are the Jews at? Yeah, no Not, Jews. No Jews in this town. But in the state. But he knew Shalom. So <laughs> love that. Okay, let's go into MVP and shittiest. Do you have your MVP? I sure do. They were all over. Mine was also all over. The board. Like, everyone who gave us their MVP and shittiest this week, we had all difference. Yeah, okay. Which I like to see. Okay, who was your MVP? I chose Landry. I chose Matt. And Good why, choice. Why'd you chose Landry? I chose Landry because I felt as though he was really a stand-up dude and he broke up with gene and the they weren't even like a thing really were they a thing no so he he had to let her down easy and he did it the best way he knew possible and i loved when they were on the date and tyra came up to him and he's like i can't do this now i'm with gene okay so you didn't want me then let me have it and i really was surprised that the next day i shouldn't have been surprised but i was surprised the next day that he went to see tyra and was like this is on uh, so I loved Landry in this episode. I chose Matt, even though he was spiraling. I felt like his performance was great. And we got to see a raw side of him. Definitely. Yep. He needed to get it out. And so I appreciated him for that. Uh, we had votes for Coach and Corinna. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Shittiest. 
I picked Tim Riggins. I picked Tammy. I almost picked Tammy. I almost did it. Sorry, girlfriend. I know. I don't like it. I didn't like... I, I felt like she wasn't... She didn't accept what Eric was telling her. She was just like, oh, no. I don't do that. I don't do that. She doesn't want to be on the right. team. Like, she wasn't... Um, she wasn't accepting of it, and she was denying it. She was in a little bit of denial, because I think she... And then when she hurt her, she realized, like, oh, shit, I really really fucked up here so i totally agree with that um I, I only picked him because i thought he was so obnoxious at the lunch oh yeah i was like let it be okay she's happy leave her alone for now when they break up then you can swoop in they're not broken up they're liking each other they want to go to lunch every single wednesday so just let it go mm-hmm. just for now yeah we had votes for riggins tammy and matt and Tyra. Mm. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. Tyra, she didn't have to speak her piece now while Landry was trying to be happy. But she did. I'm glad she spoke but up. But she did. And I guess she was like, it's my last attempt. Right. And if he doesn't accept it, he doesn't. But he did. Lucky for her. Yeah. Uh, for Panther Pride t-shirts and just... Panther stuff. I counted nine. Mike had 30. 30. Well, I mean, they were all so, like. Oh, yeah. They were all in the locker room at that point. Everyone. Oh, there's another scene where like. And then volleyball. The, the volleyball. I'm I was just, like, oh, my God, there's so many. Yeah. I mean, I'm personally just counting t-shirts. t-shirts or like a sweatshirt outside of game day. So like I'm not counting the jerseys in the locker right, room. Right. Because it's too hard that way. Right. Although I do like Tammy's white sweater that she wears to practice with mm. the P on it. It's yeah, really cute. cute. Yeah. Uh, but I just love it when I read. I was like, Mike had 30. I had nine. So somewhere in between there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Coach's Corner. What was your favorite moment? I liked when Coach told Tammy that Same. she needed to open her eyes. <laughs> yes. Just, yes. And, and he said it in a way where he was just calm and non like condescending he was just like this you need to just keep an eye out for this i'm trying to tell you as a father and as your husband that she's struggling a bit um and uh i liked it i thought it was good yeah that was mine too yeah that's good all right liz what emoji should we pick for this week's episode Hmm. i nominate a motorcycle okay let's do that Let's do that. And it exists because I already checked. Okay, good. Yeah, so that yes. takes that out. Uh, so what you can do with that motorcycle, you can send it to us in a DM on Instagram. You can write it in an Apple podcast review. If you haven't already, please consider rating us five stars and leaving us a review. And then you can drop that emoji in there so we know you're listening and yeah. you heard this little PSA. Definitely. And we did get a review with a flying money sign in it. So it's working. Yay. Five stars. Love this podcast from Allison83. I stumbled across Total Betty's when I rewatched One Tree Hill a while ago. I loved reliving my favorite teen dramas with these ladies. Thank you, Allison. Thank you so much. So nice. We appreciate that. And again, love that the mo- the flying the money emoji. emoji made it into, I think, two reviews. I know. So it was a good week for us. I know. We should like tally up the emojis and see like which <gasps> week we got the most yes. and then like remember what we did so we can get the reviews. Right, right. So <laughs> we want to see those motorcycles. So send them out our way 
All right, let's go into a booster of the week. Let's who are we supported by this week. Booster of the week. You're a total booster. This is at no surprise, but Vic, Vivacious Vic. Vic, our mayor. <laughs> the mayor of Total Betty. Vic is constantly in the DMs, in the Discord chats, sharing her stories on Topic Tuesday everywhere. Uh, so we just were super thankful of you, and we really appreciate all the love and support that you've been giving us throughout all the years we've been doing this, pretty much since the beginning. You were one of the OG 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 patrons. So we so, so appreciate and love you and just wanted to say thank you. Thanks, Give you a shout Vic. out. And Vic is so supportive of everyone. Everyone. In everything. The Discord. Yeah. She's so positive. I want to wish a very happy birthday to Mike and Kate. Mike and they Kate. They are two Bettys that are a part of our network. I also want to shout out when Jacqueline was our booster of the week two weeks ago, mm-hmm. I believe. Mm-hmm. She has a podcast, Caffeinated Crimes. Yes, Caffeinated Crimes. And I wanted to shout it out, and it totally, uh, I totally spaced on that. So, Jacqueline, I apologize about that. But everyone go check out Jacqueline's podcast. Yeah, we'll put it in the show notes. We are going to put it in the show notes. And also check out our listener Tish's podcast. In the show notes. <laughs> Tish's podcast is the TV Deep Dive. Yes, and you'll hear their promo in this week's episode. Super proud of you, Tish. Yeah. And we want to support our buddies. So go listen to Tish and go listen to Jacqueline. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Okay. So, Liz, are you ready? I'm ready. This is going to be in my brain. These are the four words mm. for the finale. Oh, my God. I'm excited. Ermagerd. Ermagerd. Season two, episode 15, May the Best Man Win. Okay. Energy. Mm. Unapologetic. Mm. Miracle. Yes. Type. Type. Okay. Unapologetic. <sighs> Okay, so maybe there is a miracle and Smash gets back into TMU somehow. Okay. He's going to think it's a miracle. Maybe he goes, or maybe it's something with Lila. Maybe he goes to church and Lila helps him and they pray and it's a miracle because he gets back into TMU. Okay. Um, Energy, they need positive energy because they're going to go hopefully to state. No, this is not what we're looking for. Not It's not a positive energy. She's just smiling at me. <laughs> unapologetic maybe that is smash as well like i do not apologize for what i did because it was wrong of him to say those things of me while yes it was wrong of me to raise my hand to him he could have let that i mean obviously not let it go but you don't need to raise your hand have physical harm to someone even though you really want to so maybe he's unapologetic about that and people support him in some way. Energy unapologetic. Oh, and type. Type. Someone, someone's type. Mm-hmm. Mm, who is it? No. Mm-hmm. Or maybe someone. Not their, their type. type. Mm-hmm. What? Maybe Tim's going to find someone and Tim, and they're not. They're like, you're not my type. And he's like, what? I'm everyone's type. Girl is my type. Where's that from? That's like from something. It's like, girl is my type. It's like from some teen, teen drama movie, some like teen beach movie or something like that. Um, they're like, what? Girl is my type. It's from She's the Man. I just remembered it. It's from She's the Man. Light bulb. 
Um, exactly. So Tim Riggins is going to be not going to be someone's type. I look forward to seeing who this person is. Do I know them already? No. There's, I no. mean, we'll just see what happens. She's like, you're not even on the right track, so. But it's entertaining for me. Oh, like, what What can I look forward to in the finale without giving too much away, obviously? So I was telling Liz off air that there's a storyline that happens that I totally forgot and about. It, and it continues. Yes. Like, totally. You would think I would remember this. Well, maybe not, because by now you're like, Michelle actually remembers nothing <laughs> with anything. But I, and I asked him, like, do you remember? And he was like, no, I totally forgot about that. And I was like, what? Ew. What? And it has to do with Miracle. I'll give oh. you that. And we get some other, we get a little amusing parts with Rigo. Naturally. Mm-hmm has to do with miracle. So maybe something huge happens and someone was going to die, but it's a miracle because they come back to life. Liz, what kind of show do you think this is? I don't is? know. It's not that kind of show. <laughs> it's not what you're here? No. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, we had a murder Actually, and all that, say, but well, like, you know. No, no. Okay. Well, I look forward to it. And we'll be Obviously, together. Obviously, we're going to be together. Yeah. So, and we're going to be live for our patrons. If you're interested, join us over there because we do these monthly and uh, you won't want to miss it. You won't want to miss my reactions to things, guys. You won't. And uh, you can watch us. And if you're into the video format, we're on YouTube. Every episode is on YouTube, so you can watch us there. Yeah. If you're If into you that. like that. Yeah. Okay. Last but not least, we're going to end with Will's football poetry oh, corner. Yes. That's with snap, the one-handed snap, snap. mic. I know. <laughs> Turning the corner. When a player turns the corner, they are running right past the defense and gaining speed so that they can run straight into the end zone. Landry and Tyra's relationship turns the metaphorical corner into a steamy kiss. Julie struggles to turn a real car or drive it all for that matter. <laughs> cute. <laughs> Turning Good job. the corner. Very cute. Thank you, Will. Will. Great. Well, Thank you, everyone, for listening this week, for downloading, subscribing, for leaving us the reviews. Yes. I can't believe we're about to wrap on another season. I know. 15 weeks and went pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah. And next season is like 13 episodes. Yep. So it's even shorter. I know. It's going to go real quick. (laughs) It really is. Yeah. But we'll be back next week for the finale, season two, episode 15. May the best man win. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to Talking Texas Forever, a Friday Night Lights podcast. You can email us at TalkingTexasForever at gmail.com. If you're interested in seeing what we do with this show and all of our others, head over to Instagram at Total Betty Podcast Network. This has been a Total Betty Podcast, produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio, music by Anthony Vacora. <laughs> <laughs>